so excited. <laughs> it's the first. It's the first one for the year, and I haven't because I was moving and the book and Christmas. I haven't recorded in a long time, but I'm back. We're back, baby. Oh, that is my mate Alex Monig, and he is apart from being the reason I went to St. Louis in. I'll take it. Yeah. In, in what year? Claim to fame. Two thousand. Shit, when did I get married? Anyway. 2016. I went to a wedding in St. Louis, but he's also a sports writer. And as I found out this afternoon, he has a whole mess of children's books, children's sport books. That's amazing. Why didn't you tell me that before? Um, well, because I didn't want to make you feel, I mean... You know, you just had one oh, book coming out, and book. I've kind of had like 20 to 30 no, or so. So I really appreciate that. Thank you. You know, I just didn't want you to feel too bad. And I do want to take, having known and having investigated <laughs> your output on Amazon. You are nothing if not an investigator. I'd just like to say to the person that left a one-star review for <laughs> Alex's book, Serena Williams versus Billie Jean King, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Good, that's done. I appreciate that. That's done. All right. Oh, also, I should say that a couple of people suggested this cult and I am eternally grateful, except, of course, my phone died on New Year's Eve and I can't find your names. But thank you for the suggestion. Alex, which cult are we talking about? Tell me your stupid name. Tell me your stupid name. We are talking about a cult called Full Circle featuring none other than Andrew Keegan. And we're going to find out who he is, for anyone that doesn't know, in a sec. But we also have to address the whole thing about, is it a cult? See, yes, this is... Because I think it has incredible cult potential. I do. And um, as with most great wedding speeches, you know, you want to start off with the Miriam... Oh my God, if one more guest compares cults to wedding speeches. (laughs) Um, But I just think... From the other cults in the show and cults in general, you think of a really insidious yeah. sort of background or really terrible actions but or events. But there are good, good ones exist. True. The, the ones that don't do any bad stuff or haven't yet. Yeah. The The thing I found when researching this cult is like the worst thing it was guilty of was giving me the douche chills a little yeah. bit. Like, like <laughs> just reading about it made my teeth itch. I sort of... I figure out if it was a cult or just the world's wokest HR department <laughs> but it's like because it's the language it uses which we'll get into it doesn't mean anything yeah it sounds like it's it's a bit ironic's not the word but the fact that a former Hollywood I'll, I'll say star Andrew, I got no, you. Do I'll it. say Hollywood he's, star he's magazine cover material that's right um the fact that he's involved I think only adds to the fact that it sounds like a fake group written for a movie. Like that's how batshit yes. some of the words This is are a cult that on, like that. on Law and Order SVU, they would bring <laughs> it up as something a victim was into. Yeah. And you'd be like, all right, Ice-T, just figure this out. Yes. Like, that might be the wrong show. But you're like, I can't do it. Okay. <laughs> Disclaimer, I can't do Ice-T and I generally avoid accents on this podcast. What but... other beverages can you not do? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> As a beverage, me either, sister. So that's fine. They call it full circle. No, I'm not going <laughs> to even go there. Um, so let's let's chat about Andrew. You, it, it starts, ends, and the middle is Andrew, I think. It's hard to differentiate full circle from the Andrew Keegan aspect. Because despite the fact that he constantly defends himself and says, Please don't call me a guru. He is the full circle guru. Big time. Yeah. He's front and center. He's the face of it. And as a bit of foreshadowing, it's still a very beautiful face, it's, in my it's opinion. It's a very, like, it's a disturbingly beautiful face. I think face. it's like a, a gotten better face. Like, I would. Like a fine tofu. He's <laughs> aged wonderfully. Nobody thinks that tofu <laughs> ages well. But like a fine child actor. <laughs> No, it's mm. getting worse. Your cult's going to be one of these cults. For those, yeah, <laughs> Some totally. Episode. For those who don't know, what's he best known for? The, uh, prime, the, the primo thing. The primo thing is uh, as the 
hunky high schooler. I don't know his character name, though. In 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah, I think it was Joey someone. That sounds about right. Um, he was also in Seventh Heaven, which hey, was big back home got, in the wait, States. He, he was Wilson West <laughs> in Seventh Heaven. He was in Party of Five. Really? Yes. His name was Reed Isley. Jesus. Here's a thing. The funny thing is, these are all names of people in full circle now. <laughs> <laughs> they nearly are. <laughs> Pretty much. He was in Independence Day, the movie. Yeah, he was. I thought so. He was the guy who tries to hook up with the president's daughter in a car yes! and says, you don't want to die a virgin or something, I right? I looked Doesn't up. He? Th- he's described as the older boy who tries to hook up with a girl as the aliens are invading. Yes, which I mean... You can't Fair play, fault Andrew. him for that. Yeah, but I mean, do you like? Because that's the thing. If I ever, I think hook up with a boy. No, it's like if I knew that I had between fifteen minutes or a week to live, <laughs> what would I smoke and do with my genitals? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Hopefully, one than the other. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on where your euphemisms <laughs> sit, maybe both. Uh, he was in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Did not know that. His character name was Magic Joel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a girly giggle from Alex's wife, Eloise, who I love. My roommate, dearly. she's here. <laughs> he was in House. He was a character in House. His oh, character wow. was, he didn't have a name. It was Rebellious Student. With all these starring roles, I don't know how Full Circle ender, I, ever ended up. I don't know how I actually researched the actual <laughs> cult because I was so caught up in his IMDb deep dive. Just going deep Keegan clips on YouTube all day. Andrew Keegan was in Full House. So House, Full, full house, house, House of Cards. <laughs> and the upcoming renovation show, House, 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 House. Uh, his name was Ryan and he was a character who stood up Stephanie. Nobody stands Asshole. up Ryan. Fuck off. I feel a bit better about taking the piss out of this cult now. Yeah, he's right. standing up, Stephanie. He deserves it. Wait, do you have any more facts about Andrew? Because I can keep uh, going. I do. I do post post career, oh. post TV. So I watched a uh, ABC News. I think it was from Nightline. Oh, the from Nightline. Yes, twenty fifteen. That that's a really good one. I'll probably put that up on the Facebook page because okay. it's a great do it. Work. And there's one quote from it that I just listened to, and my jaw hit the table. Yeah, and I had to pause it because I had to transcribe. That's it. why cults are all Says, awesome because your jaw does that. After Seventh Heaven ended, his acting career slowed down dramatically. At around the same time, he broke up with his girlfriend, Leanne Leanne Rimes, and moved to Venice Beach. He invested in real estate, dabbled in New Age spirituality, and did a lot of surfing. Right. This guy has gone from zero to hero in one quote. What if Leanne Rimes is a gateway drug to cult leadership? Who else is she dating? I don't know. What are they doing? I didn't look into that. Spinoff pod. Uh, If you have... Dated Leanne Rhymes and now if you are Leanne and Rimes. I'm now a cult leader. Uh, please email zealotpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, he won some celebrity surf competitions. Really? Yep. They were the Trestles Boost Mobile Surf Competition and the Malibu Rip Curl. If only he was as good at sponsorship now. But yeah, dabbling in real estate and stuff. Yeah, just the Leanne Rhymes thing. Woof. Threw me for a loop. I don't know why. Followed by New Age Spirituality, followed by Real Estate, followed by Surfing. He lived a full life. If we've learned anything about his trajectory, it's that you can't fight the moonlight. (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) So at some point, Andrew Keegan decided, what am I doing? He had a real, like, come to Jesus moment. Considering he is a Californian surfer, he probably went, what am I doing? <laughs> God. Exactly. That's how they talk. That's how they talk. I read two particularly good articles. One was on Vice. Yes, read that one. And one was on Vulture. Uh, uh, don't know if I read the Vulture one. And I'll probably post those as well because yes. they're fantastic. The oh. Vice one's quite good and it following it is what makes a good porn script. <laughs> what? Well, at least and the, they sort of had oh, all yeah, that stories. Oh, no, yeah, an article and a, called yes. What Makes a Good Porn <laughs> yes. Script. Not on your side. No. I mean, okay. you can post that one too if you want. Uh, yeah, well, I'd say Andrew lots, Keegan's also lots in that and one. lots of adjectives. Also makes, makes a, a good, good porn script. script. Full circles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And actually. a thorough, yeah, being thoroughly Keegan. <laughs> um, I'm going to read a bit from the Vice article that gives us an insight into what happened next. 
The article is by Shyam Dodge and Shanra Wakefield, and I'm sure that I've pronounced 25% of that correctly. Anyway, the quote is, it's a long one. Like many religious converts, Keegan's spiritual transformation came after a traumatic experience. The actor said he was first awakened on March 11, 2011, when he and two friends were attacked by what he describes as gang members. Do you like that? What he describes that, that yeah. means that the, the journalist is like, mm, yeah, I think it was just a dude. He's sitting there smoking darts, drinking yeah. kombucha, and he's talking about yeah. gang members. What he describes as gang members in Venice Beach. One of them pulled a gun on his manager, and after a full-on brawl, Keegan had to go to the hospital for stitches. And this is a quote from him. The significance of this occurrence is that it happened at the same time as the tsunami hit Japan, (laughs) Keegan said. He then related this incident to a series of odd events which he believes play a large role in how synchronicity brought him to realise his true calling. I did my own experiment. Okay, I've never been beaten up by a gang member. Sorry, the inverted commas gang member. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't know. You've been beaten up. They could be gang members. Yeah, but I did. I was like, what's a comparable experience? And I did once when walking home from a bar, uh, tripped over and actually broke one of my teeth. I know. How good is I? Oh. Yeah, you can't even tell. And I thought that's comparable because it was like, evening and kind of beaten up facially yeah definitely and, and the so, ground could have been in a gang you yeah. don't know and it was uh may 17th 2012 and so then i checked incidents global incidents that could be not just you know, japan that i could argue were synchronicitous uh and that's the day that exact day that donna summer died i refuse to believe that's a coincidence do you think you killed her? No, that's not what this is. Oh about. yeah, I think oh. I killed her. Yeah. <laughs> I killed Donna someone. Um, I actually uh copy pasted that exact quote onto right. my notes because that is so batshit stupid. Like everything it, everything that happened on the day yeah, that is, something happened is also what, the day yeah. the other stuff happened. There's synchronicity is every that? day with everything. I take your point and agree with it. What I'm most concerned about or excited about is is that this episode's fictional t-shirt <laughs> and can i remember it and can every t-shirt be a little bit different because that this quote what I was said? also about as crazy as andrew keegan's synchronicity theory is this what i said though okay it's on a t-shirt mm-hmm. every day that something happens is also the day that something else happens and that makes sense because it's true it's inarguable <laughs> That's a stone cold lead pipe truth. Okay. The challenge is to come up with a better t-shirt. Let's see what happens. Okay. Another thing happened. With the crystal? Yes. Yeah, which I, which I don't get what happened there. Take me to your compound. Okay. So the, the place that full circle bases itself is this 110 year old temple, Venice Beach, Rose Avenue, 305, I think. Yeah. Drop by. All right, creep show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Google earthing the <laughs> shit out of it. Uh, it's been, it's clearly built to be a church because it's got stained glass and it has had Church of England and other, you know, traditional churches. It's been a Hare Krishna centre. It's had a group called The Source in it. I don't think that's the same as The Source family, which isn't a cult that I haven't covered yet, but well. Um But Andrew saw this place and he was also involved with the source, which was the source spirituality center. Right. Um, Although he joined when it was called the God Realization Church, which Mm. I might say this again, it doesn't mean anything. Horrible. Like, you got to be better. I should write a jingle about how these names are stupid. (laughs) And he joined this group, but it didn't align with what Andrew Keegan from 10 things i hate about you really felt in his heart i mean he was in a show called seventh heaven but he loved because of his knowledge of real estate he loved (laughs) the real estate so what he did was he dug a little hole out the front of the church and he buried a a rose crystal into that hole to actualize the real estate or something 
He dug a hole. He buried a crystal. I didn't read that part. I like, read something about that goddamn temple is mine. He because it like jumped off a speaker when he was watching it or something one day. Oh, did you see that part? Oh no, it's something about the crystal dancing. I'm pointing yeah. at Alex if you can't see. Yeah, so like uh, he said at a ceremony, a heart shaped rose quartz crystal was on the altar, and synchronistically. He loves that word. This whole thing happened. It's a long story, but basically the crystal jumped off the altar and skipped on camera. That was weird. Just Maybe doing... the speaker was vibrating and it fell off the thing. Yeah. But Did I you feel see like that it's Instagram just, thing this... I put of my pot plant on top of the tumble dryer? Yes. Like that's, it's, should I think the plant is haunted? Well, it depends. If you get your ass kicked that same day, then yeah, probably. That's true. That's true. Tell me what to do, Donna Summer. <laughs> So then, yeah, in 2014, he founded Full Circle Church. He took up the lease on the temple, which at the time was $12,500 a month. That's too much rent, although it's a it's a deeply beautiful building. I was going to say, that's about half what we pay for our place in Sydney. We, yeah, true. With an Sydney unbelievable... Sydney real estate, topical jokes. It's got these exposed rafters and these polished floors. It's really nice. These... It's cool on the inside. And actually, if you walked by it, it's painted a bit clown shoes but like it's still cool like yeah. it stands out like the it's kind of cool the front is kind of demure but the side is yeah. very um byron bay mural yeah and like if you didn't know that there was a bunch of weirdos hanging out in it if you were just holiday on holiday in venice beach you'd probably be like oh that's pretty sweet like random street art yeah. type thing so keegan he threw 150 grand into making the church happen and I can say from the pictures I've seen and the website that very little was spent on art <laughs> or spell checking. <laughs> and we'll get to that because we've got a special section and a yeah. special jingle just for this episode. Okay, so I want to talk about their beliefs. And one of the things I mostly want to say about their beliefs is that I have no idea what they are. I was going to ask you, shit. Uh Episode over? Sorry, guys. No Won't fucking prepared. idea. But it's like his sort of... They're all weasel words. Yeah, and their sort of um, mission statement, uh, I believe it's from that same Vice article. Oh. Um, and, so, and it just says, synchronicity, <gasps> time. That's what it's all about. Whatever, the past, some other time. It's a circle. In the center is now. That's what it's about. Is it's he not what it's about! Fuck? It's nothing! What is that? That is seriously like two 17-year-olds punching cones yeah. out by their parents' pool. And they've gotten to that point the where they're looking at the sky. Yeah. And they realize how big the universe 100%. is. 100%. And they're like, fucking time, man. That it's is... a circle. But like, we're in the middle of That is a Bill circle. and Ted mission statement. It really is. Again, it's like a movie. It's like a script yeah. about some kids getting high in yep. their parents' backyard. Yep. And he's built this group out of it like i don't it's it's just like mind-boggling and that's okay their mission statement on their website which is what uh full circle venice dot org org our mission full circle's mission is to activate community through a curation of heart-centered spirited programming that creates space for authentic connection <clears throat> none of that means anything <laughs> and in addition to that, they've got our mission and then our purpose, which are completely different things. Yeah. Our purpose. Full Circle's purpose is to co-create spirit in community. There's three bullet points. We do this by, one, unifying the community. That means nothing. Two, empowering individuals to discover their higher self. We just talked about this. That means nothing. <laughs> or it means literally getting high and talking about yeah. circles. Or three, fostering a social evolution. That's turbo nothing meaning. <laughs> that means nothing. That's next level nothing. That's, it doesn't. It's it just doesn't mean good. anything. That's, that's sort of what like. Again, like they're not harming anybody because they're not, from what I know, they're not like... Because they don't have scamming a doesn't... good business model. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. As soon as they get a good business yeah. model, they have... If they were more believable, they could probably get they tens of some... dollars off people. They could do some real damage. People, from what I understand, people in LA are dying to waste their money on frivolous shit. That sounds cool. And from what I can gather, 
the biggest line you can draw between full circles, mythology and any other religion is Hinduism. But it's exactly the kind of Hinduism that you imagine a child actor now living at Venice would create. This was, these people aren't technically doing anything in my eyes wrong. Because they're not technically doing anything. anything. (laughs) Exactly. It sounds like something that a child actor who lived his life, or his early life in Hollywood, and then that dried up, would like create to fill the void of Hollywood. And And it's been in a fucking show. They put Full Circle in a show called Hollywood Darlings. Stars uh, Jodie Sweetin from the aforementioned Full House, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Um, Christine Lakin, or Lakin, who was in a show called Step by Step. I don't know if that made it over here. It did. And then um, Beverly Mitchell, who, apologies, Bev, but I don't know what you were in. Yeah. Um, but maybe, you, maybe she was into sport and you could write a children's book about her. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I'm afraid of the reviews. Yeah, <laughs> terrified. true, true. Um, but it's well, we can't all reach the giddying heights of your review <laughs> for your book, Nebraska Cornhuskers. It's like a skit show featuring child actors and stuff like that. Uh, and like Will Friedel, who is in Boy Meets World. Shout out Boy Meets World. Great show. Yeah. Um, Andrew Keegan was in it and Full Circle was in it. Like they just bring back all these people from like those 90s TGIF shows. And so it's literally been like a plot point in a show making fun of child actors like it's like it's so full circle Let's so beliefs that. are a write-off we can't pinpoint what there isn't, yeah exactly. it's about love it's about stuff bringing people together come find happiness whatever it has been a little bit quiet more recently but let's focus more on what they're doing what they have done in the past in the past being like two years three 2014 years 2014 <laughs> 2017 while the you know, the theory, the beliefs are all a bit pie in the sky and make absolutely no sense. The practices, if you were to distill the practices down to one statement, I think my statement would be open mic night. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much right. Like, this is an event space. The yeah. Temple on Rose Avenue okay, is an event space. I have a quote from the Vice article and from the Vulture article that'll just give us a basic idea of what it's like to visit. But I will say that uh, they had a a weekly Sunday thing called uh, called Activate Eight Eight because it's. <laughs> ACTIV and then three eights. <laughs> and this was their weekly, you know, communal prayer session thing. Donations welcome. Activate date is a thing where you get together and you bring your own pillow or blanket or mat, yoga mat, and there's some meditation and there's some sonic alchemy, which we'll get into. Oh shit. And there's it's just a being. It's a Let's get together and feel things. Let's just feel. Let's just, yeah. So a number of journalists have gone to these. So these are two journalists, one from Vice, one from Vulture, who visited Full Circle and these were their experiences. The first one, when I visited the church, I was greeted at the door by a man who said his name was Third Eye. He quickly introduced me to the community pet Krishna, a giant talking parrot, not Keegan. (laughs) third eye explained that he was part of the inner circle composed of eight core members all of whom are led by the founder andrew keegan all the members are enlightened and have come together to initiate change that means nothing while they are cooperative keegan is the official leader who has as third eye put it the ultimate say on all things so while keegan says he's not a guru He's the CEO. And I think he, just because he doesn't, just because he says I'm not a guru doesn't mean he doesn't know that everybody else thinks of him as a guru, which I think is probably what's going on. And that Nightline thing shows that there are people in this congregation who are there, they used, they were seventh heaven watchers. They legit were just like, I'm just here because Andrew Keegan's part of this They're getting a contact high from junior celebrities. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, What's it? Um, Popular by association, which I think is a direct quote from 10 Things, by the way. 
Right. Something like that. Um, But yeah. Oh, that guy also says something about like, uh, I believe you arrived here because you entered through the vortex of Andrew's personality or something. Does that mean he's an asshole? Corny as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I came here via Andrew's (laughs) vortex. (laughs) Yeah, may I shower? My quote from the Vulture article, which is also someone that uh, visited, and this was during a, you know, a session, whatever it is. We held hands and, with a small squeeze, passed our soul medicine to one another. Ew. The woman, <laughs> soul medicine. Ew. Is this also in the asshole? No. Viscous. Uh, the woman next to me started sobbing quietly. A muscular young man in yoga pants loose enough to hide a small toddler in each leg. <laughs> loose enough to hide. I'm glad you, I think a, I'm glad you said small toddler. a chihuahua uh, in each leg. Played a homemade didgeridoo. What? Are there any factory-made factory made didgeridoos? Come on. <laughs> Played a homemade didgeridoo for the circle and then explained how the earth regularly sends us invertebrate emissaries. If a mosquito bites you, that mosquito was meant to bite you. Fuck it off. doesn't mean anything. That is, what is it? Yeah. But at the same time that mosquito's biting you, uh, somebody's you... breaking their teeth on the ground and Donna Summer's dying. You are so already it's all thinking too synchronicity. hard. Already thinking too hard. <laughs> uh, it, it, uh... It's, that, that is what they're guilty of. It's just bullshittery. Bullshit. So one of the things that they do in these services... A lot, yeah. Is is sound alchemy? <laughs> Sorry, sonic alchemy. <laughs> and they haven't updated their Instagram since June two thousand and seventeen. But Twitter. they have, or their Twitter. But they do have it, and they were provo- <laughs> they were promoting activate eight 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 meditation, inspiration, and a dude listen. Oh, and a dude listed as a guest sound healer. Um, and the sound healer is further promoted. As this it says, this experience is designed to fully work away at tension and stress held within the body while encoding the soul with harmonic values found within the sound. Feel free to bring blankets and pillows as you lay back and receive these healing sounds and frequencies. Okay, number that one, is... I am in. And number two, that's how you masturbate. masturbate. Oh, that was a terrible <laughs> high five, but it was really, really valuable. I was waiting for you to finish so I could say, so you jerk off for oh like a hundred bucks an hour. That's like bring this and something. <laughs> Pillows, sounds. And just some wipe clean stuff. <laughs> but I did see that one of the inspirational quotes on their Instagram said 50% D-pack, 50% two-pack. <laughs> Just make a cult around that one inspiration. Yeah, I'm just going to take my drink and just pour it onto your rug mm. for Tupac himself. Mm. Mm. I feel awful for that man that he's been pour one out. referenced on the Full Circle Venice website. If we pour one out for Deepak, will we kill him? <laughs> Probably. So they also, they've got, it's like two main areas and a couple of other worship rooms at the Rose Avenue Center. Uh, center, yeah. And they lease it out to lots of people and they have fundraisers, but they also have their own Worship services and activate eight 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 and things, but they have events. A couple of them really struck me. One one regular event is called Godessation because let's turn a noun into an. I need a better understanding of grammar <laughs> to finish this sentence. <laughs> Anyway, Godessation. And they give anybody a book deal these days. Jesus. Uh, they really, they <laughs> really do. Uh, it Available on the 26th of February. <laughs> uh, I did the audio book, which is a weird thing that a podcast becomes, a book becomes an audio recording. It seems like a really <sighs> difficult way around. <laughs> anyway. Seems a bit overkill, but that's fine. Here's what it says on the Facebook page for Godessation. Experience the alchemy and magic that happens when women come together in the powerful, sacred space of the heart. The thing that happens is that all their periods synchronize. That's me. That's my addition. It says goddess empowerment, breathwork, and sacred alchemy. People, it's $25 online or $30 at the door. <laughs> but the thing that they used to have every Friday was 
TCMT. Teenage Cutant Ninja Turtles? Yes, the Ninja <laughs> Turtles it. are the sexy ones. It stands for that cool music thing. <laughs> you know those restaurants that call themselves that TGI new, Fridays? That new, <laughs> yes, I do. They call themselves that new Mexican place. Where did you go for dinner? That new Mexican oh. place. What's it called? I just told you. Uh, oh, Joe, don't go out to dinner anymore. <laughs> don't. Uh, where did you go on Friday? That cool music thing. Oh. What's it called? Oh. I just told you. Again, the douche chills. I just, it's just. And oh. it's just a place where people who know how to play. In, it's where every single person that ever played Wonderwall at a party <laughs> gets to go for the mere cost of a donation. Anyway. But, yeah, well, the thing is, they know they can go there because nobody's going to, like, shit-talk them at this place. You just go up there and because you play. Because it's about love. Exactly. It's the center of the circle, as my friend and sitting so in his is. parents' pool. And so was high as fuck said. Uh, but let's talk about the event. So the website seems to be a little bit stalled. And yes. so the events calendar. <laughs> it's like... Basically... <laughs> If you want to do a dance tribe with Julian Walker, you are set. You are in. Especially if you're free on Thursdays. (laughs) Two sessions. Do you think they they were selling out the first one? Two sessions on Do you think they were selling out the first one? So they were like, fuck, we better add a second one. Dance your ass off. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Sorry, D-Y-A-O, as they say, (laughs) at full circle. I love acronyms so much. Thank you. Uh, That's too many words to make an acronym, but that's fine. Um, uh, yeah, but like the calendar is woefully unfilled. And I think that's because they're in a holding pattern at the moment. They depend mostly on donations. And I think this throughout history has proven to be a shitty, shitty business model. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Like, don't depend on donations. Yeah. And also, if you're going to be a cult, and this goes back to our is it a cult thing, it could be. If you just milked your members for their funds. That's gross, but <laughs> I don't think you know how milking or donations work. Look, give us your milky money. <laughs> um, but they are bad at it. They just don't seem to offer much. Like, they're just asking for donations. How dare you? They're <laughs> for unifying communities and helping you find your inner goddess. How dare you? That's that true. stuff is worth bucks. Um, but they do have a major problem with staying solvent. So they were going to close. They were legit. He put up stuff that said. Because their rent doubled. They yeah. went to paying $25,000 a know, month. I knew it was because they couldn't pay the rent. I didn't realize because, that happened. Yeah, the center sold. And then it went up. Uh, it went on the market in 2017 for something like $6.8 And it's because property prices in the area skyrocketed. Because Google and Snapchat moved in. Uh, of course. That's right. I did read some about that. Like Google was coming in. And of course, mm. old Kiggs was like, yeah, it's becoming all gentrified. All these places are coming in and like snapping up all the property. Yeah. Um, Hollywood actors hate it when things get gentrified. <laughs> but they were like, they had set up an event that was going to be, this is our closing down event but they were gonna have to move to another location or something like that never follow a hippie to a second location is what i've heard um (laughs) which i think applies here but they were gonna have to move and so they said that may be a second (laughs) t-shirt never follow a hippie to a second location to tina fey and the 30 rock writing absolutely um but you added the hippie yes as you always do (laughs) um but they they were gonna have to close. They were, and then all of a sudden, the next day, I think it's like the next day they that got he a put donor. Up that post. It's like, whoa, um, we have a donor. All of a sudden, we're staying. So I would look. I looked. I could not find who this donor was. No, same. I find it hard to believe that a place that says this uh, could be out of money. So it's from the Vice article again, and the journalist says a few weeks later. I sat down with Keegan after one of his Sunday services. That's Activate AJ. Um, the meditation at the service had involved water crystals, which participants used to focus their energy to bring an ending to the conflict between Israel and Palestine. Thank God. Thank you. Let us all, can we please at least thank them? So when that ends. For doing nothing because the crystals are broken. Send your thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Yes. 
there's with their practices though there is I must say I mean apart from there being lovely uh psychedelic art on their walls and exposed beams and a gorgeous polished floor and a an upturned mirror with crystals on it there is a little statuette that looks remarkably like representations of magic mushrooms just saying they've got a little mushroomy statue right in their temple I'm not that. saying that they are participating. So this is something I was going to talk to you about. Yeah. What kind of substances do we think are involved in this well, whole thing? Do you know on their renting thing because you can rent the temple, which is they need it. I like was, that's actually I, a reasonable business model. Yeah. Uh, there are rules saying you can't have tobacco or any other substances. Yeah, but you can side. say that. Andrew Keegan can also say he's not a guru. That is another sort of like high school thing where like you like you wear tie-dye and like buy mushroom candles even though you don't do any of that stuff. Or you like, it's almost like not appropriating a culture, but like trying to want to be involved in something like a free thinking yeah. thing, even though they don't, well, theoretically, they don't partake in these substances. And I did read something. Oh, I didn't write down the name of it. I think it starts with A, but it's a kind of um, hallucinogenic tea. Apparently they do, and I've just looked it up, uh, they're into ayahuasca, which is a hallucinogenic tea. Uh, That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying about that. Well, they are into some illegal stuff, which... We can get to now or we Look, can get to later. Let's do because it will give me a chance to ironically insert the jail time jingle. <laughs> Good, perfect. Tell me about it. So in 2015, they were hosting a fundraiser for the Sea Shepherd. And everyone who wasn't hosting Charity? a fundraiser for the Sea Shepherd should yeah. feel desperately yeah, guilty you right now. Are you guys now. anti-Sea Shepherds? Yeah, fuck you guys. Come on. Come on. Um, which is great. And um, But they were busted for, <laughs> I guess, giving out illegal kombucha, mm. um, which in this article from LAist said is the most LA thing to ever happen That's in LA. right. And it's partly because Full Circle doesn't fuck around with... Your regular You're not everyday get, kombucha. This isn't the cricket. You're not getting mid-strength kombucha no, like you do with the SCG. No, they have full strength, which is up to 1% alcohol. Yeah, big time. The police came in and confiscated the kombucha, which as they were doing it, they had to be questioning their life decisions. He says, um, and then uh, Keegan said, they may be a compliant-driven agency, but we're an intention-driven organization, and our intentions are pure. When we get to the, a bit about the actual website, I'm going to talk a bit more about Jason Diltz. But Jason Diltz <laughs> is a primary member of Full Circle. And he said, part of our spiritual practice is that we serve kombucha, Diltz said. We were very surprised and concerned when we saw the agents wheeling the containers of kombucha dog out of the fundraiser. And I went to the kombucha dog website and this is a brand of kombucha that I absolutely and 100% have to admit is the greatest thing ever. Okay. Can I just show you the labels? Oh, it's a nice little dog. Can I say from their website, it says every bottle of kombucha dog is labeled with the picture of a rescue dog (gasps) awaiting his or her forever home. Oh, fuck yeah. Kombucha dog. But yeah, I also watched the TMZ video. Uh, what TMZ of the bust, video? Of the bust. No. Yeah, there's video of the bust, and of course, there's some hero um, when the police are in there trying to take it. There's a couple heroes saying, uh, "I don't think you can just come in here and do this." And um, one of them tries to. One of the people who identifies themselves as identifies themselves as kind of like the person in charge, or like the, you know, the whatever, the commanding officer, full circle that night, whatever. C-O-F-C. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, she, you know, identifies herself as the person to talk to, and they. she tries to walk away, and the officer grabs her arm, not in a not in a American police kind and of way. And they want that but did to a, her chakra, though. Yeah. <laughs> did, no, it was her arm. Oh, arm. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry, I heard that one. Um, so, and, of course, one of the other people is like, uh, don't, t- you can't do that. 
don't touch her that way. And it just like made my blood boil. It was like, but this at the is same time, it made your, like, I don't know how many kombucha based situations <laughs> you should allow to let your blood boil. I just, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, um, yeah, there's a high stakes, about two minute video of them confiscating this illegal booch. <laughs> and no, the mighty like, booch. <laughs> oh my God. Because they're terrible at staying solvent. Uh, you can, I mean, I question how relevant and recent a lot of the things on their website are. Agreed. But you can donate. And it says on the donation page, would you like to specify a particular fund? Do you want to know the, wait. Yeah, one, what are the, two. how okay. many so, veins do they have? You can contribute to new backjacks and cushions. Backjacks are those things that they're on the floor, but when you sit on them, they give you back support. Ah, uh, Okay. New back jacks and cushions, the goal is $2,000. That's a lot of back jacks. Yeah. I I feel like they need to be armchairs. a bit more realistic about how many back jacks they need. Because you only need one a person. Do you need like eight a person? Uh, well, I don't mean that because I'm just reading this from a website. Yeah, right. Uh, you can contribute to the Golden Rose Temple mural goal, which is $1,000. I would say someone that's going to paint a Golden Rose Temple mural I think $200 yeah, in a sandwich. Yeah, how big's the wall? I don't know. Not to get political uh, here about the wall. Stained glass window repair goal, $2,500. How badly damaged is it? Uh, the Rose Avenue garden build-out goal, again, as meaningful as their um, general principles, $1,000. A two-year community celebration goal. That's only $1,000. That, my friends, is a bargain. Expanded community programming goal ten thousand dollars. What? What? So, so that's the expanded community. Let me say that again. It's the expanded community programming goal. Is that like buying a local access TV channel? Look, it's expensive, is what it is. And or you can choose wherever needed most. Which I think wherever needed most is basically the exact every, same thing as an expanded exactly. community program. I think everything goal. is tied for whoever needed most. Yeah. At the level of wherever needed least. Yeah. The Andrew Keegan Relevance Fund. <laughs> um, sorry, oh, Andrew beautiful. Keegan. Love you. He's beautiful. Keegs, just know I still think you're beautiful. Okay. Do you know what we're up to? What are we up to, Joe? We're up to the bit where I get to use my specially composed, thank you, Jerry, uh, jingle. An artisanal jingle just for this episode. Because this is the section called 10 Things I Hate But Secretly Love About the Full Circle Website. 10 Things I Hate Secretly Love About the Full Circle Website. Love it. Let's pretend we've just heard the jingle. Okay. Oh, my God. That's stuck in my head. That's a good jingle. Yeah, it's so good. You might have to have this segment on every episode from now on. <laughs> we might have... We've, do- we've, we've discussed We might have more than 10. We might have fewer yeah. than 10. But let's, let's take the word 10 as meaning as much as the full circle mission statement. Yes. It's flexible. <laughs> yeah. Go. Um, my first is uh, what we discussed with the events calendar yeah. being uh, conspicuously bare, yeah. <laughs> um, to say oh, the least. A C-B-E-C, a <laughs> yeah, conspicuously bare events that calendar. Old <laughs> that old chestnut. Um, all that's on it is two sessions of Dance Tribe with Julian Walker. So that was my first thing I loved, is that they have a whole tab for an events calendar, and it's just month after month after month. Of empty shit. Yes. Except Thursdays are going Thursdays. off. Thursdays. Thursdays are going off at the center, uh, baby. TGIT. <laughs> TGI Thridays. So number two of the ten, maybe ten things, the job titles. You've got a reverend and you have a sonic alchemist. Whose uh, name is, do you know his name? I, I didn't. Okay, that'll be one of mine later. Keep okay, going. good. But also there's a girl called Megan and it's less her job title because she's events something, but her description on the About Us thing is, Megan is the booking and events manager at Full Circle. She loves to spread sparkle and manifest merriment. Also, Megan has a whimsical hat in her photo. She is, she's one of the, those photos are amazing because all the, 
who we are, people are either clutching their heart or having their hand reach out to the camera or, you know, wearing whimsical hats and giggling with glee. <laughs> it's it's joyous. So so you said part of her job description was events coordinator. But also, don't forget manifesting merriment. Oh, that must be what she spends all her time on because as we just discussed, the events calendar is That's fucking right. empty. A little less manifesting merriment. Yeah. And a little more booking stuff. <laughs> yeah, and a little more doing your fucking yeah. job. Come on, Megan. <sighs> Millennials. Nobody's impressed. Um, your turn. The number three. F- number three. Um, one of the members of the tribe, a full yeah. circle or whatever, his name is Alexander Polinsky. <gasps> this is where I'm going to blow your mind. Ooh, go, you go, though. Okay. He's a reverend, and he's founder of a transformational movement called Avatarism. Did you go to the website? I did. Thank God it's not based on the shittiest movie of all time, Avatar. No. I was worried it was just people dressing up in blue shit all the time. The living in, like Will Smith's genie. He's the living embodiment (laughs) of fake it till you make it. Yeah, so I do have a definition of what Avatarism is. Surely that's as lame as it sounds, and it is. Uh, Avatarism is an inquiry into the nature of character itself. An open source game slash philosophy of conscious character creation and a worldwide transformational movement. Avatarism is, is the, the ultimate, ultimate game in a choose-your-own-adventure choose universe. universe! Fuck yeah! It does, okay, I keep having to move the microphone further and further <laughs> from my face, but it doesn't mean anything! <laughs> it goes on to say, be a player, play the game, embody the highest vision you can create, invest in your secret identity, change yourself for good and for the good of all. Onward and upwards, forever endeavor. I want to cry. I mean, it's just, it's just like he vomited, he ate a dictionary and vomited onto a paper and then scanned it and put it on his website. So I could not let Reverend Alexander Polinsky lie. So I did a deep dive. (laughs) Okay. Alexander Polinsky, the founder of Avatarism. The photo of him on the Full Circle website is him wearing a weird kind of wallet holster. So it's like the bra thing that Timothy Chalamet wore to an award show. Michael B. Jordan just wore one recently. It's like a, it looks like a leather bra, See, this, this is me waiting uh, to hear a name already. <laughs> <laughs> Donna Summer. Rest in power, girl. Irene Cara. But then I found another picture of him, and I'll probably put this up on the Facebook page. Look at look at how look at him today. Whoa! I did not see that one. That's a fancy hat. That is a fancy hat. But can I tell you what I found out about Alexander Polinsky? I don't think I could stop you. He was one of the children that Scott Bayo's character looked after on Charles in Charge. What? Yep. So he is the second child actor star involved in, in Full, Full Circle. Circle. Not only that, but last year, in 2018, Polinsky publicly accused Scott Bayo <gasps> of homophobic bullying. What? Oh, no. Do the deep dive. It's amazing. What? Yeah. Holy shit. What would the, what would go with the what would be the first line in this guy's obituary? He's got so many hits. It'd be like got some dirt, also got some avatars. <laughs> <laughs> Things he's got: leather bra slash gun holster, dirt, avatars, and heaps avatars. Yeah, yeah, and a kick-ass haircut, bro, and a busy hat. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, this is number five then. Um, this goes back to the Sonic Alchemist. Yes. His name Go. is Torkom G. <gasps> yeah, it is. T-O-R-K-O-M space J-I. Sounds like a comic book hero name from like yeah. Iron Fist or some shit. And then... I don't know what Iron Fist is, but yes. Sonic Alchemy sounds like a superhero power. So all of a sudden, I'm very into Full Circle. Like it's it's is it is it just didgeridoo though, or is it DJing? DJ. Is it FC DJ? FC DJ. 
FCGJ okay? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Wait. Very. Yeah. Very, very okay. Um, yeah, Torquem G. Um, that's pretty much it. Just his name. It's, no, it. it's amazing. And we've already covered the Sonic Alchemy part, which I had was very excited but about. But it's so good. All right, number six. I hope you've got more. Oh, is the typos. And I, there are plenty. Like, they really don't spell check enough. Yeah, and there's bad apostrophe. There's very yeah. typical, like, plural stuff that they give which, possessive apostrophes without and getting, stuff like that. I mean, there's, there's the grammar Nazi stuff, which I am in favor of. But there's also just this simple, really pure stuff. And I, my favorite is, it's on one of the, I think it's on the, you know, events G up page. And it says, Join us for at Full Circle Venice. <laughs> I just love it. I think this is number eight oh, or number seven. Um, yeah. And it was mentioned earlier again, but Keegan's face is good. It's good. It's good. It's, it's good. better than it's in... better than it's better than back in, in the day. Things yeah, I hate about he's got you. stubble now, but he's still got like a nice strong and he's strong got features. This, I like. I would never usually sort of put this forward as a positive mm-hmm. but he's got the scarves yeah and suspenders suspenders they fucking suit him okay they're really good all the pictures you see of him he's either wearing a sort of artfully draped t-shirt or he's in a button down he's yeah. in a proper button down shirt some with khakis suspenders. or chinos suspenders it really suits him that boho chic i'm struggling to keep skateboard my, tucked under yeah, his arm <laughs> my quasi called solvent look really suits him well and he's got those honey brown eyes man that stare deep into your soul man, i don't know i just noticed if it aliens were coming and we had one day to live and he was like you don't want to die a virgin do you i was like well no i guess let's do this your suspenders oh, bum are virgin, sweet you mean. i would be huh bum virgin oh uh, yeah well no just yeah. any any vir- yeah right. bum virgin yeah yeah bum virgin yeah <laughs> bb yeah all right, number nine then. Uh, eight, I think. Is the celebrities, and I use that phrase <laughs> in inverted commas, because there's one picture, and I was like, "That's that girl from Big Little Lies." Really? Shailene Woodley. Really? She's like in a picture. No way. With a microphone in her hand on the stage at the Rose Temple. I didn't see that. I know nothing about her except she was awesome in Big Little Lies. Yeah, but can I just say? So I looked into it. Deeper, and yeah. even though deeper is an exaggeration because there's really not that much, she was there to do a speech for Up to Us, the Up to Us caravan, which is the whole thing against the Dakota Access Pipeline. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Apart from that, there is absolutely zero additional information, but she is front and centre on the Full Circle website. They wouldn't pimp that stuff more. They're clearly not. But they can't of... pimp it more because she just popped in to do a speech for an unrelated thing and they just hired the premises. Yeah. But they put her, she's on the homepage. Okay, so this is a good segue into my fifth and final thing I number, hate. Slash number, slash, number nine. Number nine. Number nine. The fact that you can rent the venue to me is kind of hilarious. And like, I could like... you imagine the Rajneeshis being like, do you want like a naked screaming room for <laughs> an hour for a hundred bucks? <laughs> Like, there's just, like... Or Jim Jones, like, <laughs> Jonestown. Rent our cordial room. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven's Gate, welcome to our castration lobby. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, welcome to Waco. Would you like some sweatpants? You know, like, all this stuff. <laughs> Would like... I? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's just the... it. It's just, like, such a half-rate cult slash group like just yeah have i don't know just like having to also, rent out your little clubhouse is so sad to figure me out a way if this isn't a cult already then they only could be if they had one good fucking financial manager <laughs> yes exactly but don't make your your events donations welcome yeah like ticket booking yeah. Yeah, 10 bucks to get in. That's fine. Whatever. Box office. They would be making tens of dollars if they charged people whoever <sighs> came to get in. Okay, number 10. And this is everything else I've secretly loved, but this I actually hate. Oh, shit. There's lots of advertising about how you can sign up for the weekly newsletter. Yes. And about a month and a half ago when we decided we would <sighs> do this. Did you? I signed up. And I signed up twice because I thought maybe the first one didn't take. It's E-L-Y. 
It's E L Y. Thank you so much. Uh, and I haven't had a single because that's one of the reasons I signed up the second time was like, did I get some bullshit and I just it went to Spend junk it or something? Yeah. No, I checked junk. I haven't had a single weekly newsletter. Joe Thornley checking junk. And it's been <laughs> nothing ever came. No, because I didn't think about signing up for the newsletter until about two hours before I came over here. Yeah. Um, and I regretted it. Well, but... same result. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Far up, fucking Megan, Megan. Let's sparkle out. more newsletters. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, okay. Well, we've sort of run through it, but I feel like we've got some random facts left. Random, random, random facts. I'm talking random facts. I'm talking random facts about cults and that. Cults and that. That is the most perfect thing I've ever heard. This is from the Vulture article. This is one of my absolute favourite quotes. Okay. And the journalist is just chatting to Keegan on the beach, maybe with her chai. And the quote. He tells me about an energy disturbance that took place at the church. The day before, in the middle of a six-hour-long meditation seminar with Master Shinzen Young... Don't laugh at people's names. That's not their choice. Okay. Uh, a man in attendance undressed himself and started masturbating. What? I mean, talk about an odd energy to deal with, Keegan says. He ended up single-handedly steering the man into one of the church's back rooms and keeping him there until the police arrived. And the guy tried to come back again this morning, Keegan laughs, then reconsiders. You know, it was an experience of very extreme flow, but it was flow nonetheless. And it goes on. Now we know something and learned something. I am all for finding a way to learn something from a man masturbating in the middle of your group (laughs) meditation practice. I'm also all for his word choice there. I mean, that's so chill of him. It was a flow. Like, we're gonna we're gonna call the police on you, <laughs> but we're gonna learn something as well. Oh my god, I love that so much. I have never copied and pasted something so fast. <laughs> Give me something. Um. So I went through his scenes in Ten Things because yes. I couldn't be back to watching the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I was wondering, could we have seen this coming? Not this is not a reference to that guy whacking off. No, um, could we because seen he did it in the, the middle cult, of the room, you know, nude. Could like you could the see that coming. circle thing coming from Keegan's scenes right. and ten things. And there's one that maybe has a bit of foreshadowing. So there's a scene <laughs> in the lunchroom where Joseph Gordon-Levitt's buddy goes up to get Keegan involved in the whole scheme to get Keegan to date Julia Stiles' yeah, yeah, sister. Yeah. So Joseph it's very. Gordon- oh, we should say that it's based because I put a teaser oh, photo Timmy on the, the shrew. Yeah, right? I put a yeah. teaser photo on the Zealot Facebook page of just a picture of a shrew. <laughs> so okay, ten things I had about you is based on the taming of the shrew. Yes, go, Ryan. Um, so uh, this guy goes up. Andrew Keegan's the cool guy in school. This guy's a nerd. He so he walks up to Andrew Keegan. He's uh his character's drawing boobs on a lunch tray. Oh, like what a wag. Behavior. Um, and so as this guy's hatching the plot to Andrew Keegan to date this guy's mm. sister, Andrew Keegan draws a dick on his face. Amazing. On the guy's face. So that's two examples of like artistic expression. And community outreach. Before. And community outreach, exactly. Andrew Keegan, as I said earlier, references being cool by association, which I feel like this whole cult is. Exactly. I'm trying to be supportive, but this has nothing to do with anything. No, this is this is like if we had only this is like three years from now when shit goes bad and we're doing a second oh, yeah, episode about this. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> another random fact: in 2018, last year, he was in a vampire. Andrew Keegan was in a vampire movie called Living Among Us. What? Like he's still acting. I didn't know that. I thought he was full-time, full circle. No. I thought he was full circle. No. I think he needs to... Maybe he's his own donor. I think that's about all I have. The only thing I want to reiterate, and we yeah. talked about this at the beginning, is like, I don't... Like, I can respect that they're just trying to make a place for people to come and hang yeah. out and be happy. I just think they use a bit too much word salad, and there's just a bit of bullshittery going on. That's the thing, which is 
that is a common cult trait, but I don't think they've got their shit together enough to, to be actually insidious. be a cult. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they, I want, I'm willing them to get their shit together and get a good financial plan. I know. And a good doctrine. Yes. And a good method of indoctrination. And then one time, you know, they can finally become a cult. Yes, exactly. And like, then... The groundwork and then, is laid. And then Keegan will have actually made it. He'll have made it. <sighs> That's all we want. Keegs, we're rooting for you. We're pulling for you. Look, I think we're done. And I have to kind of bring it back to 10 Things I Hate About You and say, you're just too good to be true. I can't take my eyes off you. Join a cult. No, do not join a cult. Great advice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Zealot, produced by me, Joe Thornley, whose book comes out next week. Oh, my God. My co-host for this episode was Alex Monig, a man who loves the St. Louis Cardinals and activating community through heart-based programming. Further reading and fancy hats can be found on the Zealot Facebook page. And music is by the Everglades, a man who puts the fun into fundamentalist doctrine. Um, cults. <laughs>